People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
Wednesday, April 24th, 2013, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. And the intro song you guys just heard, in case any of you out there even give a fuck, uh, which you totally should, because the intro song is by my upcoming guest tonight. His name is, well, he's in, the band is called Avi Buffalo. His actual name is, I'm going to totally botch it, it's Avi Zahner Eisenberg? I don't know. He'll tell me in a second if that's right. The point is, you're, you've tuned into Boy Crazy Radio that's buried down deep in the vortexes and the recesses of the interweb, and thank you so much for doing so. Well, let me quickly explain what the fuck this is. Boy Crazy Radio, in a nutshell, is a call-in advice show, okay? For anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. No, not you. All right, you too. Oh, my goodness. If any of the following things that I describe uh, sounds like you, then then just know for a fact, know for sure, the Boy Crazy Radio uh, should be considered your new home away from home. All right? You guys, are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and just picking at your face? Well, cut the fuck out. You're going to be all pockmarked and gross, and who's going to love you then? Nobody. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Me too. Let's talk all about it. Are your friends assholes who talk behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, welcome to the real world. That's how life works all the time. No matter what age you are, that's how it is. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram like? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit again. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Then this is your lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. I'm really hammering it home. Let's just so you know what the fuck this is. Let me and my upcoming guest, Avi Zahner Eisenberg, Avi Buffalo, be the shoulders that you cry on, okay? Because all, all I want to do, all I, I can only speak for myself, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed, all right? And maybe, if I'm lucky, you'll let me like be the cool big sister that you and your friends jerk off to. All right? Okay. So pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649, and let's welcome our guest. Wait, hold on. Is this happening? Avi? Oh, hi, Alexi. Oh, uh, hey, Avi. How are you? What's going on? I'm pretty good. How are I'm, you? I'm great. I'm good. Um, What's going on put- in boy crazy land? So much stuff. Oh, my God. I'm, juggle- I'm juggling men. I don't even want to get into it. Um, what are you wearing? I have on uh, some dark, some dark pants, um, a cashmere sweater, and a white T-shirt underneath it, and uh, oh Converse shoes. Oh my god! Are they white? Are they high tops? They're high tops. They're black. Ugh. Um, it's that all very tight fitting. Everything. Ugh. Okay, wait. I've got so many questions for you, but first I want to tell everybody this is like my weird radio, my weird radio podcast voice or whatever. But that's what I I heard you're supposed to sound official, so I'm trying to sound official. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody who's listening, all seven of you, uh, Avi and I have never. Oh, by the way, did I pronounce your name first, correctly? 
Yeah, you said it. Well, most, I mean, the first name, yeah, Zayner Eisenberg. Uh, that's the technical, God, the hyphen God, is. God damn it. Okay, wait, let me say, Avi Pretty close. Zayner. Wait, hold on. Yeah, Avi it's Zany. No, it's not. It's like a Zany Zayner. Okay. Avi Zany Zayner Eisenberg. Did I do it? That's it, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I said. <laughs> um, okay, so we've never actually met. So Avi and I have never met. How did this come to be? Like, how do we get involved? Instagram, I think. Wasn't Just it Instagram? Instagram? Yeah, I think, I think so. what happened was, okay, so I got obsessed with Avi somehow, some way, because he's like a wizard master, master musician. Uh, I started following him on Instagram. We have a ton of mutual friends. This guy, Josh Tillman, father, who's like a, a musician named Father John Misty or whatever, really likes him. Also, Avi oh. went on tour with him. It's true. Um also, Avi went on tour with Modest Mouse, so he knows my friend Jeremiah. And I have questions from Jeremiah to ask you later in the show. Oh, cool. That's neat. Totally awesome. cool. So I started following Avi on Instagram, and then I started, like, leaving, like, inappropriate comments, like, as if we we're friends, like, <laughs> oh, my God, like, I love, or something like, if he's my boyfriend or something, and then Avi was like, yeah, you wish, Alexi. So I like that you, you, you responded, like, you know, in, a, in an intimate way, too, kind of, like we knew each other. Yeah, I did. I was, I was really, um, I, I guess so. Yeah, I tried okay. to. Be. I also, I was just being really, being really cold at the same time, trying to be like, trying to be attractive by acting unattainable, saying that you, you wish that you were. Um, well, things got awkward real fast. Should we just end the show? I don't oh, know I know they did. Do. Oh my god, yeah. I just heard. Uh, I just changed my um. My texting sound recently to dogs barking. So actually, at the, that exact moment, I heard a dogs barking in my ear, and it was confusing. But it was just my text text messaging. You have you have to turn it off. You have an iPhone, right? Of course you do. I do. I should turn it off. Well, I mean, it doesn't come in the way of the of the microphone, but it but it's right there. It, it doesn't bother me that much or anything. Do you okay, hear it? I you feel don't hear like it, do I, I didn't hear it. But if you're gonna get distracted, I can't have that. Oh, I'm really sorry. No, it won't happen again. <laughs> sorry, go on. Okay, so, okay, first off, let's get some important things out of the way. Um, all the mm. girls who want to masturbate to Avi later tonight, uh, they want to know, okay, how tall are you and what is your astrological sign? Oh, okay. 5'5", um, five, five, so a little on the shorter yeah. side. Um, Scorpio, uh, which is which is great. I don't know my moon sign. I was trying to look that up. I haven't, uh, I was find, trying to find out the, the exact time of my birth couple days ago to find out my moon sign, but all I know is Scorpio so far. Oh, my God. I was born at 1.36 p.m. November 5th, 1990. What was that? You're a a short Scorpio. I don't mean to call you short, but I'm 5'11". So now I'm really annoyed because so far the the two guys on my podcast that I have crushes on, like you and Ariel Pink, are like pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we'll call him later. Let's we'll call him later and find out how tall he is to see who, who's taller. But I still, I still feel like we could probably still make out. Yeah, no? I mean it's not that big a deal. I um I get with uh one of my one of my many girlfriends is actually six 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 feet six inches, really, really, really tall. Wait, what it's crazy. Six, six? Yeah, just so tall. It's ridiculous. Six six. I don't believe that. I know, I just I actually just made that up. Oh my god. I was gonna say is she like a, a black uh dude uh <laughs> basketball player? But anyway, yeah. it's going nowhere. 
Okay, so I've got some questions from Jeremiah, some questions from a guy named Josh that uh, claims to know you. His, uh, his last name starts with E. What else did I want to ask you? Oh, wait. So I'm an Aquarius. I'm 5'11". I just oh. found out that my my moon sign, yeah, I'm very tall. My moon sign, I found out recently, is a Taurus. And uh, mm-hmm. this is, the story is going nowhere fast. Okay. Are you ready That's to That's good. No, Scorpio and Taurus actually are, are – um, I've known a lot of Aquarius, and Scorpio and Taurus are apparently they, – they really connect. They can be really close friends all the time. My roommate is a Taurus, and that's really good. Okay. okay. What were you saying? I was confused. Well, I was like, because I'm an Aquarius, so I don't usually get along with Pisces or Cancers. But then when you find out what your moon sign is, and then you match – you're supposed to match your moon sign up to, mm-hmm. to like, possible love interest, and then your moon sign – like, I used to think, oh, I'm an Aquarius, I can't get along with a Pisces, but it turns out Taurus and Pisces get along great, so now I didn't realize, now I have a whole other, you know, web of men to, uh-huh. like, date or something in, in an exciting yeah, fashion. Yeah, Anyway. Um, God, I want to ask you all these things. Who is Jessica? Oh, um, Jessica is, uh, she's great. She's, um, she's, like, a this girl I met on MySpace when I was, like, 14, and, um, which is wild, and she, uh, right now she goes to I think she goes to she goes to RISD School of Design in New York. But when I met her, she lived in Santa Monica, and we were friends. And I had a big crush on her. And I wrote a song about her, and um, and then uh, we never ended up together. One of my friends did, and I was very jealous. But um, I think he just did because because he found out about her through me. It was kind of awkward. But they dated for a short time. Then she eventually went to college. And that was that's the end. Sometimes we talk. She's on Instagram. That's kind of nice. nice. Oh, it's she, interesting. She's on. She's on Instagram. She's a Jessica's on Instagram. Yeah, I think she's called Hush um, Puppy. Her last name oh wow! Oh my God. This is we're not plugging yeah. Jessica. This is about you. Um. Okay. Wait. I don't know. Oh, you asked so, for Jessica. I know it's true. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I'm Marty. I'm no, Marty. Uh, I'm sorry too. Really, here, I go on. What were you going to say? Sorry, Lexi. Don't apologize. No, this is getting fun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I don't know. Everybody, what are you, I, oh, what are you, oh, no. This is what getting, are we doing? What's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. When are you touring again? And, like, what? what's going on? Is this, are you, <sighs> wait, how many albums do you have? I should have done more research, but, like, you have, how many albums One, do you have? Out? Well, okay. I have, I have a bunch of recordings that were out before my first record. I've, Technically, one full-length album out on a uh, on a on a label. The stuff before that was home recorded. Yeah, the stuff before that was is home recorded stuff. Um, and then I have two singles, and I'm I'm finishing a second album for that label now. So that's good. Okay. So when and what bands have you gone on tour with? So you went on tour with Modest Mouse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Modest Mouse. How- uh, Japan Droids was a fun one. Um, I don't know, what are you saying about Moss Jeremiah and stuff or but I I'm not I'm done talking about Jeremiah. It's it's not, it's your night, it's not okay. Jeremiah's night. It's not all about Modest Sorry, Mouse, I just like, keep bringing well, up all these different people. Well I know, okay. Um, well okay. we what else okay. Sorry. Did you want to know what other bands they toured with? Yeah, well, I mean what other what other bands did you tour okay. with and like what are okay, some, so there what are some crazy tour stories? I want some crazy tour stories about okay. like yeah. doing Amazing. Okay, so okay. Um, crazy tour stories. Well, okay, we toured with um at some point there was there's Modest Mouse, that was fun, that was that was fun. There was Japan Droids, a really good band. Blitz and Trapper, it was interesting. Uh it was good. They're really good live. Uh 
Vetiver Beach House a couple of times. Uh, played at Wilco's Solid Sound Festival. It's a festival curated by Wilco and their guitarist Nels Klein, who I'm friends with, got us on that, and that was really special. Um, different things like that. Uh, at one point, we toured with a band called Rogue Wave. That was really interesting. Like that, they're kind of like a poppy, a pop folk band. A little okay. embarrassing, to okay. be honest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but wait, I, I want some. I want stories like, did you ever get like, did you end up at like some truck stop putting your privates in like a glory hole with or like a weird group? <laughs> Are you? In, I, I want to know like there anything weird. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there was this girl named Crystal Blunt. Literally, her name is is Crystal Blunt, and uh, apparently, her dad was a narcotics cop. Um, we at one point got really, really drunk in Chicago. Was, we were staying at her place, stayed at her place, and um, we had like really, really crazy sex, like. She like, she actually like made my penis like red and bloody with her teeth. Really? Was, yeah, like it was actually really scary. Like, I well not scary, but I was like a little. I was really the next day. I was really hungover too, and she just got out of bed immediately and just drank a diet root beer and then threw up in the bathroom. Um, How it was a really intense story. I was nineteen and she was like twenty seven, and it was really exciting for me, but also like just really like really crazy like having anal sex with some 27 year old on her on her period just like when you're really drunk beyond comprehension like completely messed up like totally nuts but also really great and like like i'll I'll always remember that that night oh my there's God. other there's so many i'll tell you so many stories um no i won't tell you that much i'll tell you way too much that's what Okay. okay. I think I found my Next new. Question. I think I found my new host. Ariel can kiss this gig goodbye because he's never coming back now that you're here. Well, here's my question. Wait, did you have? Well, I have a few questions. Wait, did you have unprotected sex? Don't you feel like everybody has unprotected sex and then they fucking lie about it or they just don't yeah, talk about totally. it? Yeah, like, totally. They do. They do, and it was. Yeah. And it sucks. So we, are you? Are you? Okay, sorry. I, I have more questions for you. So. uh I don't know. I know this is none of my business, but I already asked you if I could ask you these things. So are you in oh. – what do you prefer, boys or girls? I think that um, – I think that I prefer – I mean, sometimes I honestly wish wish I was gay, but I, I think I prefer girls and women and stuff. When it comes to guys, um, I've had a lot of – I've honestly – my first sexual experiences were with guys, um, and that was fun, experimenting and everything, and it can be sweet. And I think that part of me, I feel like I can fall in love with a man, and that would be really – really special, but ultimately I think I feel more, I always feel more overwhelmed um, with excitement over over women for some reason. How come? And I think it's a, I think it's a physical thing, maybe. Not sure that, well, it's an emotional right. thing too, because I remember early on relating more to, more to the female. Um, it just, it's more fun, just they're fun to talk to. But, um, but I don't know, you know, it depends. I've met a couple guys that I've had serious crushes on. But I think I don't really. Um, I think it's interesting. I think it enhances uh, whatever you're you're doing to be open to those types of things, whether you're with a a guy or a or a gal. Oh but what about you? What about you? Do you like Do you like uh, men or women or both? Well, I've made out with girls. I've never gone down on a girl. I've never like. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if a girl's gone down on me. I had a threesome a long time ago. Maybe when I was like. I don't know, a long time ago, and I just remember, like, I was annoyed that she was so soft. I was like, God, she's so soft, and I realized, I was like, oh, it's because women are soft. It's not, like, because she's, like, some weird, mushy marshmallow face. It was because, like, Hmm. women are 
intrinsically like they're soft and I like the scruff mm-hmm. of a man's face and I like their mm-hmm. hands and stuff. And like I talked about it with my mom and my mom was like, you know, she was like, you'd know it if you're a bisexual or you were a lesbian, you'd know it because mm-hmm. you'd want to like eat a girl's, whatever, you'd want to like, I don't mean to be so close, yeah. but you'd like, I'd want to be doing that behind closed doors with women. Whereas, whereas I feel like majority of the time I've kissed girls was to kind of like get guys off. Like I've been at a party or in a hot tub with a girl and, and it's more to like make a guy be like, Ooh, sexy. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. And I don't, and I don't, I'm not that, and this has nothing to do with like me being into girls, but like, and now I'm just like, now I'm just rambling, but like, and I'm not into anal sex. I don't think I'm into that for me. I mean, good for you. It's not, not everybody's <laughs> into it. It's something that's really sensitive. And like a lot of people, I feel like, um, it's either just not for them or they, or they have a bad uh, experience. It's not, it's really takes a lot of preparation and a lot of like care. It's a really like sensitive thing. Yeah. I don't want to do, I feel like I have a tiny bum hole or whatever you want to fucking call it. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying it. Anyway, I feel like it's very small and tiny and tiny. Look, but, uh, there are all these phone calls lined <laughs> up. Now all the calls are like dropping. Now all the calls are like, oh, we don't want to. Oh wow! Anyway, that's but the, no, I'm Whoa. just kidding. I don't want to oh. talk to those people anyway. They're so judgmental. But anyway, mm, I feel like I feel like my bum is tiny, and also, I mean, just the hole. Okay, and I I have had it one time. I had tried to do it a few times with various boyfriends, where they were like, "I just want to try it," and then I, I went like flying across the room. The minute they tried to do it, I was like, "No, I can't Ooh. do this. This is horrible." Yeah. And I burst into tears, but but it never really happened. And then with one guy, I did it. And I, I said, you know, I know I opened this gate, like whatever. I don't, I don't want to do this ever again. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I literally opened my whatever. Okay. So and I said, I, but I don't want to do it again. And he was just so into it. You could tell, like, that it was like that's what he wanted, and that there was no going back. And anyway, so now, even though I just, even though I just said it on my podcast, I've decided I'm gonna lie from now on. I'm going to tell any boyfriend I have who wants to have anal sex. That I'm saving it for marriage. Oh, that's well, that'll add that'll add something to your relationship. Probably. But I don't know if I ever want to. Get, I don't know if I ever want to get married. Anyway. If you but actually, they, yeah, right. Um, are you ready to like help solve some teens or tweens problems about love and life and stuff? Because we have some phone calls to get to. Yeah, let's take that on. Let's take that on, and we'll too. get back. Okay. Good. We're going to save some lives. Okay. Um, area code 718. Oh, God. If we're having text. Uh, 718. Hello. 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 Can you uh, hear me? We can hear you. Tell us your name, your age, uh, where you're calling from, and say hi to Avi. What's your problem? My name is Gregory. Hi, Greg. Hi. I'm from New York City, and I'm set of 17. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have a problem, but I don't know if you want like the long story or the really short one. Uh. Let's let's keep let's pretend you're on like a, a radio show and you've got to like say it quick because other people are calling in or whatever. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, well, I'm gay, and um, I came out on National Out Day last mm-hmm. year. I forgot exactly what day that was. And, um, you know, soon after that, I really fell hard for this really cool guy in in my school. And, um, you know, we were 
talking a lot and stuff like that, but, like, he told me from, like, the get-go that he wasn't looking for a relationship, but I have a problem with not listening to people. So, um, you know, I really kept that in, and it was really persistent, and, um, you know, it went on for months, and, you know, it was really fun, and, like, there was this certain period that he wanted to be, like, fuck buddies, but I was, you know, I was, I'm really... You know, sex is fun and whatever, but I'm just more of like a, I like the sappy stuff, basically. And I think I like the sappy stuff over sex. And um, I, he, you know, cut off the whole fuck friend thing when he saw, like, I was making it more of a relationship. And then um, soon after all that, you know, and a lot of fighting and arguing, um, you know, we cut it off for a while. And then it was just like, you know off and on thing, you know, us getting mad at each other and then forgiving each other, you know. Sometimes it's him who cuts it off, sometimes it's me. And then um, then I realized um, there was a certain period when I cut it off that he, and this was like a really long time, um, he, you know, found someone else. And for he thought with that person, like, he he thought that it could actually progress a relationship. And, you know, that really, like, you know, broke my heart. Mm. Um, oh. And I think... It's really sad. Yeah. I think... Um, but after, like, I guess some retrospection, I, I did realize that um, I kind of made it a bit too easy for him. You know, I he told me from the get-go he didn't want a relationship, but I kind of just was his boyfriend anyways, you know. And, like, um, and, you know, for him, that was kind of a sweet deal, you know. Like, if he needed a boyfriend role or anything, you know, I was going to be there. So, like, it started to make sense to me, like, why would he want to put that commitment there if he's getting everything he would want from me anyways, you know. Well, and I'm so where just, are you at right now? Now, we don't like, talk at all. Where, where, where are you at right now? But, like, what, when when you're calling in tonight, what was, what are you hoping to get from calling in tonight? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry if I went on too long. My question is, um, right now we're not talking at all, and I don't – I'm not sure because I haven't been talking to him, but I don't think um, – it worked out with the other guy. And I'm just wondering, like, what... Because I, I, I don't know whether I still care about him or not, because, you know, I just... You care about got him. Over, <laughs> Well, I got over the whole heartbreak thing, and I just don't know whether to try to revive whatever... Like, I don't... I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know whether what to do with him because I still feel like okay. I do. I guess. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. So, so he's he was in his other thing. Now you think you've heard this from the great from the grapevine. He's not in the thing anymore, uh, and you don't know what to do. And you're you're. And by the way, you do care because you're calling into a podcast called Boy Crazy Radio, and so you do care. And so we're going to help you figure out what maybe the next step should be. Avi, what do you think? I mean, I think it's it's. It sounds like you really have liked this person and that also that they've, in a way, whether or not they're likable, that they've, that, that he's kind of, you know, like pulled you along and a little bit before and that it might be like kind of an emotional string that could be kind of 
it could be difficult. Um, I think you should, you know, you should do what you love and follow your heart, but you should also protect protect yourself and and be careful getting um, getting involved again with somebody and getting emotionally tied in with somebody again, you know, who who you feel like maybe has kind of abused the convenience of it before of you liking them. And I mean, I've been in that situation before with people, and it's really difficult and it's hard to abstain from wanting to communicate with them. Or at the other hand, if you feel like you're strong enough, you you know, it's it's up to you and you might be, you might've learned a lot from the whole situation and it yeah. could be, it could be fine, you know? Yeah. Also, the, the, but that's what I think. Like the thing is like, I don't, I feel like when I'm not around him, like everything is really fine. And I feel like I could mm-hmm. just live my life, like not talking to him. But the moment mm-hmm. I do, it's just like, I become like this whole different other person. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe, and this might sound ridiculous and totally cliche or something, maybe you should just write a list saying what the pros and cons of having this person in your life are, you know, like, and, you know, write down to actually, like, get it on paper in front of you so you can, like, look at it and be like, oh, how do I feel about myself when I'm with this person, when I'm not with this person, mm-hmm. or what are the, you know, am I happy? Just figure out, like, if, which, I don't know, when you're happiest, if it's when you're not with yeah. your and and just try to write it all out on paper so you can look at it. And it's difficult because, you know, I also like, I like drama and I like, I like romanticizing weird chaotic situations. Cause I like, you know, I'm into kind of like, I like collecting stories for myself that, that I can either write about or that I think are, you know, are interesting. So sometimes I'll put myself in really bizarre situations and it's not, they're not the healthiest. So it might feel boring to cut them out of your life, but you might you might have to do that if you realize that you know you just don't feel that great when you're with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like an Aquarius too, by the way. He's an Aquarius too. Mm. I'm not going to hang yeah. up on you because we don't like you. We're just going to hang up on you because we're going to take another call. But we hope that helps. Okay. All. Good Maybe. luck. Bye. Um, is, are we having technical difficulty on Boy Crazy Radio? I hope not. Yeah. See, that's what I. Okay. Obviously, so that's you asked me what I'm going through with guys. I recently mm. realized like. I have a ton of married men who like to hit on me that I and I don't Ooh. like married men and then I and then I also have a lot of guys that are like somehow tied to their ex girlfriend still whether they're like in a band with their ex with their ex girlfriend or they're living with a current girlfriend like I have like and or they're all and they all live out of town like so I don't know what that's all about what is that about um you might like taking men or you might or it might just be a lot of a lot of guys are just into their exes in some on some level somewhere. Oh my God! Have you ever dated a married person? Uh, no, I haven't. Actually, okay. uh, almost, but it wasn't. It wasn't a marriage, but it was very close well, to one. What was it? Um, it was uh, well, they're probably not listening. Um, it was, it was a, a this, this couple with a baby, and I met I met her on OK Cupid, and eventually. Um, and we, she wasn't with, with that, with her baby daddy at the time. We ended up, you know, being kind of like a hookup item and it was, it was fun. Um, and I, you know, and then I met somebody and I felt, I was like, felt really strongly about them. And I, I told her I met somebody and be in a relationship with them and it's gonna, I have to leave this. And she was really cool about it. Really amazing. And then after that faded away, we talked again and we started hooking up because at this time she was with, back with this guy and it was really it actually um, it was very chaotic. Like, 
ended up being like a really honestly like scary situation. But I got I wrote a lot about it, which is you know that's what you have to do. See, that's the thing. And see, some people think that I I don't. Okay, I have to rephrase this. I don't go out of my way to. I'm kind of a romantic, dreamy person, but I don't go out mm-hmm. of my way to do things just so I can have stuff to write about. But what what I do is I live my life, and then when crazy shit does happen or or whatever happens, if it's sad or exciting mm-hmm. or or yeah awkward, then I go, oh fuck, like how do I deal with this? Okay, yeah, I'll write about it because right. that's you how I work. It. But, yeah, but I know some people don't want to date me because they think that like. I'm only doing whatever I'm doing with them so I can write about it. But that's that's not the order in which I go through things. I totally, do of course I not. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean your 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 expression is like is a is what you is what, you know, comes after that. It's what comes to to mend that the chaos that you might, you know, naturally endure as a as a person in general, like anybody does. A lot of people don't express it. I think um they go everybody goes through the same thing, so they, a lot of them don't they choose not to have a creative medium and exactly. it might make it seem like the people that, that do have a creative medium um, have more of that going on, but they actually don't. Oh my goodness. Necessarily. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Um, hmm? uh, Eric with 562. How are you feeling? Hello. Hi. Who's this? Uh, 562. Hello. Hello. You're on with Okay, Abby. I don't know. Am I on? You're on. Totally on. What's oh, your name? How okay. old are you? Where are you calling from? Okay, from I'm calling from Los Angeles. Wait, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay, okay. And um, I'm 20, and I was just calling because I went through a heartbreak not too long ago, and to forget about it, I decided to go to Coachella all last minute. And so then... I went to Coachella, and it turns out that I was trying to forget my ex-boyfriend, but the people who were camping right behind me happened to be my ex-boyfriend's, like, super close friends. So that kind of ruined it for me. But then after that, I ended up meeting um, this guy from Canada. And I guess he was only going to be there for the weekend, but it turned – I guess, like, we got along super, super well. So instead of driving up the coast back to Canada – he he kind of just like came back to Los Angeles and we've been hanging out since. Mm. Um, but the thing is, he's <laughs> older. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no, I laughed because Avi made the sound. Obvi yeah, we were just. Sad. I was just noting how how spicy that is. I know he was. Oh, like, it was oh, so it's was so good. exciting. <laughs> it was super exciting. And then um, so he's he was. Well, today I dropped him off at the bus station, so he left to San Francisco, but he's going to come back tomorrow. And then he's, he has to leave by Friday, so he's going to leave to Canada again on Friday. But the thing is, um, we were eating, and then, like, I don't know, like, whether, I don't know if I should take it, like, slightly serious or if I should just leave it as, like, okay, like, this is our weekend and like it was super fun and you came back to Los Angeles with me and we've been hanging out since and you're super weird and I really like it and everything has been going so well mm-hmm. or if I should actually like consider like he, he really does want to like keep in touch he tells me and he tells me he really likes me and I really do like him but okay. I don't know if it's weird 
I think I get the gist of it. You are a girl. You're 20 years old. You have this crazy whirlwind romance at Coachella, and now you're just at home alone post-whirlwind romance, and now you're overthinking like a crazy person like we all do, like like but, I do. Yes, that's true, but also, like, he's seven years older than me, and then we were eating. We were having some in and out, and then he gets a phone call, and he's like, oh, well, I'm on vacation. Let me call you tomorrow. And then Wait a minute, hold on. Phone. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the, uh, that you were eating together in person. Oh yeah, yeah. He was. He came to Los Angeles back with me from India. Well, he, he, his friends were driving up the coast back to Canada, but instead of leaving with them, they dropped him off in Los Angeles, and he was hanging out with me. Since until up until today, this morning, I dropped him off at. The bus station, so he can go to San Francisco and meet up with his friends. No, no, no. Left, like, I, I his... guess, I guess, I know I understand all this, uh, but, but what's your what's your question? And the only reason I was asking, and before I throw it to Avi, I just didn't understand what the detail about in and out was. Like I just don't understand. Yeah, what you're oh, because, because, eating in and out. because we were hanging out, and he got a phone call, and um, when he got off the phone, he was like, "Oh, that was my ex girlfriend," and Ew. he posted, Ooh. yeah, he posted a picture of us on Facebook. And he told them something. He wrote something like, "Oh, oh, because we met because he lost his friend." And he was like, "Oh, like, can I talk to you guys?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, come." And we just ended up hanging out from like, what was it, a uh, Saturday night, all the way through like Sunday sunrise, all the way through Sunday night. And then I thought I was actually gonna end up staying camping there, but I had to leave okay. that very, very night, so it just got interrupted. Okay, Avi, do you know what's going on? Um, sounds like he's talking to a couple couple ladies at the same time, including you. I know. That's all I know. So see, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe, I'm not sure. My question is like, I'm not sure if it's just like a little like one time like, like, like I'm in California. Oh, between between you guys, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, things. But he also threw in that he wants to keep in touch, and he also mentioned like maybe I can round up a trip to go visit him, which I'm totally okay. down for. But I don't know if Hold I should on. get so okay. Okay. Hold on. Listen, you're twenty years old. Sometimes first <laughs> off and then I'm gonna throw it right to Avi, but here's just because I'm a woman and mm, I this is all my you world like This is not yeah. all me, this is us. This is us. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> um God. Ariel Pink really blew it. I mean like he should have fucking co hosted tonight because he's out for good. Anyway, okay, whatever. Um JK if you're listening, Ariel, I love you. Okay. So here's the deal. I'm a woman. I don't mean to make it all about me. I'm going to throw it right back to you in a second. I had a whirlwind romance at Coachella as well. They feel wonderful. It's exciting. And here's what I have to do, because the guy does not live in Los Angeles. He lives in some other town as well. Like, sometimes you just have to enjoy the thing you had. Don't start, like, overthinking, what does it all mean? Oh, my God, am I ever going to see him again? Yes, you can do that. And we're women, and we do overthink, and it's amazing. We're so capable of, like, multitasking and, and doing everything all at once and thinking about every unnecessary detail and every necessary detail. But first, just be thankful you had a beautiful experience with a dude. Uh, I'm sure you had epic kisses. You, you shared some in and out. I'm hoping, I'm hoping he paid. And there's nothing you can do now. All you can do is I, I'm going to say you should let him be the dude and let him reach out to you and, and call you and contact you. Like, don't come on too strong. Don't overtext. Don't, like – let him reach out for you. It's more subtle and mysterious and sexy. And and if he wants to hang out and it, and it works out, then it will happen. 
and you can go visit him in Canada or he can come to wherever you are and visit you. <laughs> but you don't know. Like, you just have to let it unfold, and whatever happens will happen. Right now, all you can bask in is the fucking epic time you, that you already had and just smile about it. But also, I don't love the idea of a woman paying to go fly to meet some dude. I feel like I'm a little bit old school. I would prefer if you paid for a plane ticket. Is that horrible? Um, it's no. a little sexist. No. It's a little sexist. No, I totally agree. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You agree with me because I'm telling you that he should be paying. Okay, Avi, what do you think? Because you're a modern <laughs> man. What do you think? Mm, I mean, you know, it doesn't – I think that your advice in general is really good. And if – when it comes to paying a plane ticket, I mean, you guys should figure that out, but I just think in general, like, Alexi, you're right about about just, you know, laying, you know, laying back, kind of just enjoying what you've, what you've just enjoyed and reflecting on it in a, in a positive way. And, and then other than that, just kind of, I think, yeah, just wait, you know, wait, but, you know, keep your, keep your head open and don't get, don't get caught up over something because some, some guys are only thinking about that thing, as as Lauren Hill once said. Yes. And oh yes. Is it, it strange? Is it? Oh hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh question. sorry. Do you guys do you guys think that age difference is a little bit strange? Age difference? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's yeah. too big a deal. No. Okay. All right. Um, I guess. I mean, uh, it's interesting it. the differences people have in experience, but I think. I think I think it's fine. I think there's a lot crazier out there. Uh, tell me, tell um, me what you th- like. How let's say I'm dating a band guy or or something, or like some girl's dating you and she's in like Saskatchewan or something, and then you're like, I want you to come to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and like, or or you're like, I want you to go to New York. I'm performing at Carnegie Hall or wherever, blah blah blah, and you want her to come out and see you, like, so she pays for the ticket. I'm I'm sorry, I'm totally sexy. Oh, I mean, I don't know. It depends. Know. Maybe. If- if you're in like a, maybe if, if you're in like a really serious relationship with somebody, if it was me, um, if I was in a really serious situation, it had been going on for a while, and I like you know wanted to invest in, I wanted to keep investing in that love in like in such a literal way, of course, like you know I'd want to fly, fly your girlfriend out out to you, you know, when you want to see them, but I think it depends. I think it goes either way, you know. If if you feel like you want to be this like. On the other hand, this this sort of assertive force and just go out there and be a sugar mama, so to speak, and just like go visit them. That's totally fine. I mean, I don't know. I often, you know, like spend money to see to see women, like by driving really far. Like I'm seeing this this girl in the, in the desert, and I have to drive like an hour and a half, and it's a long drive, but it's worth it. And she doesn't drive, and I don't think about it. So I guess I'm. I don't know. That's that happens. I'm I'm so jealous. Who are these women? I can't believe this. And have you ever been to a prostitute? Um, hmm. I yeah, yeah. What? But it was my ex girlfriend for like a year, and we had this crazy thing after we broke up where it was like we'd have like this kinky sex where I would give her like like a hundred dollars, and then then we'd have sex, and then like she would come and I wouldn't. Sometimes it was kind of strange. A weird thing. I'm so angry, and I don't know why. I've never met you in person, but I just feel like I mean, you're on my show, and you belong to me, and this is not okay. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Damn. That's um. Okay. Area code two zero nine. You're on with me, and I'm just gonna call him Avi Buffalo, even though his real name is Avi Sainer Eisenberg. Hello. 
Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Yeah, um, my name's Nick. I'm 27, calling from the Northern California area. Um, All right. It's funny, you mentioned prostitutes. I was thinking, what are you guys' thoughts on (laughs) Craigslist, like, casual encounters for straight people? This is all Avi. Um, Take it. I haven't done it. Uh, that same no. ex did a lot of mine, but um, I think, you know, you just have to be really careful. Um, my only advice, gauge people, call them, be really careful. Definitely use protection in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, be careful. Just, but, but, yeah, people I'm do scared. it. People do it more often than you, than you think, I think. Yeah. I'm terrified of that. I just feel like it's like a recipe to get murdered. But I'm like a big fan of. I've never done misconnect- it. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't really cool. want. Yeah, I'm. I'm like really into misconnections and seeing if anybody saw me at Target or whatever and like wants to. Like, you know, like I'm. I'm always hoping to have been spotted like on misconnections or whatever, or, like whatever. But casual encounters or grinder or growler or whatever the fuck, Ooh. like. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like if you're if you're a good looking dude. Or a, just a human being who can breathe, like I, you know, like if you're alive, like you, you don't else. really, yeah, you don't really yeah. need to have this weird, like I don't know, I'm just so scared you're gonna end up in somebody's, you know, your limbs are gonna be cut up and your head's gonna be I'll in the future, yeah, you know. <laughs> I guess is that your yeah, question? Be safe. I mean, yeah, a lot of people meet on the internet, you know. A lot of people meet on the internet these days. It's true. Yeah. Well, it's my girlfriend. She has zero sex drive and I mean we don't live together we haven't lived in, together in a couple of years but these uh, pills that she's been taking this, uh, or, um, birth control zero sex drives we have sex like maybe five times a year so, lucky. so yeah it just got me wanting just almost desperate it's kind of okay, well Oh no! Well, I don't think you need to go to, go on Craigslist. I feel like yeah, that's not your answer. Yeah. Oh my Can God! You, I mean, I think I think go that's on. more about you and your girlfriend figuring out either yeah. you know either either how do you how do you you know turn her on or maybe you know if if it's really if she really has zero sex drive then then you know maybe you figure out what you need and you and realize that sex is a really important part of the relationship and maybe that's not the person for you and like. But I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Have you talked to her about the idea of finding sex somewhere else, or was you know, was it that kind of thing? No, or it's is just it, been is it all very just your own thought, kind of to yourself? Yeah. Well, geez. See, um, wants, I don't know. What do you think, Lexi? Well, nobody wants to communicate. That's the thing. That's what I can't stand. Just in general, is like I have this problem with people where. I like communicating about everything because there's nothing you can't solve. Like, you know, mm-hmm. communication solves everything, but everybody's, yeah, and everybody's such a pussy because they don't like confrontation. I'm not calling you a pussy, but maybe. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just, like, it's just a delicate situation. She's on this weird medication. I don't know what it is exactly. It's her birth control medication? Yeah, she's just on birth control. Are you sure that it's her birth control and that it's and that it's not, like, you know, just her, too? Yeah, that could be, but I... I think I, I heard from other people that that can happen taking birth control. Okay, listen. Here's mm. what you need to do. And and I don't. I'm not a doctor, and I, I might have better numbers for you to call. 
But I think the first thing is, how long have you guys been together? For about six years. Wow. Six years, and you're, Long time. and you're 27. Is she on antidepressants, or does she do any drugs or anything, or do you do any drugs? Um, marijuana, that's it. <laughs> Are you stoned right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. <laughs> good. Um, well, why don't you sit down with her and say, we could do some role-playing right now. Maybe. Hello? I say just sit down with her. What's her name? Let's give her a fake name. Let's call her Barbara. Zoe. Barbara. Okay, Zoe. I was thinking Annabelle would be kind of cool. Let's call her Annabelle, okay? And I'm going to be, you be Annabelle and I'm going to be Nick, okay, Nick? Okay. I'll be Annabelle? You, I'm, you be Annabelle, I'm going to be you, okay? Okay. Okay. And That's a good one. Action. Um, oh, no, it's 11 o'clock. i got to take my birth control. Oh, God, Annabelle, about that. Can we sit down for a second? Okay, even though we don't have sex. I don't know why I'm thinking well, I, you know, I just, I'm, I've been thinking a lot, and I'm kind of shy to bring this up with you, but, Annabelle, I love you a lot, and I don't know what's going on with us. Like, we haven't been having sex, and it's not that I don't love you, but I I need to have sex. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I'm feeling really frustrated because, like, something's off in our relationship, and I want to know, are you happy? Is there anything I can do? Are you happy with our relationship right now? I'm just stressed out. Like, so much homework. Uh, It's not you, it's me. But, I mean, why does the homework make you not want to have sex with me? I feel like the rapist trying to initiate sex with you. I'm a man, but I also need to touch some love. I don't know. It's just not important to me. Well, what are we going to do about this? Because it can't go on like this anymore. So what do you, what would you do if you were me, Annabelle? Craigslist encounters. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Another satisfied customer. Glad we can help you. <laughs> yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> um, area code 818. Hello? Hey. Uh, hi, you're on with Avi Buffalo. Very good. How are you doing? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And what's your problem? It's Chad from Studio City, 19. Yeah, Studio City, that's really? close. Very yeah, close. Right close. over the hill. Pretty close. In the area. Um, um, say hi to Avi. How's it going? Hey, Chad. It's going pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... All right, so this past uh, this past Saturday, I met like at a, at a party. I met this like really like great girl. Like she she was pretty incredible. Like she was like cool, like easy to talk to, fun, exciting. And uh, we hooked up at the party. Well, we 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 like we made it out. We didn't like have sex, but um, like I, I like pretty much everything about her. Like she was gorgeous. Like all right, do you know Kristen Davis from Sex in the City? I don't know if you, any of you watched the show. Uh, uh, yeah, I watched every episode. Chris, she's she's Char, she plays Charlotte. Oh, the dark hair. Yeah, yeah. She it was like that. 
Yeah, it looks she looks exactly like her. Nice, I, beautiful. I, yeah. I have such a crush on you for for referring to the girl you made out with as one of the girls in Sex in the City, and then asking us if we've ever seen that show. I mean, I, I felt like I have the board game or anything. I <laughs> yeah, like because like when I saw her, I thought she looked so familiar, and then like it came to me out of nowhere. But um, but anyhow, like I was I'm, I, I'm, I was like really excited about like about meeting her and all that stuff. And um, at the end of the night, I I just asked her if, you know, if she'd like it if I took her out to lunch sometime soon. And she said, yeah, so, like, we, we exchanged. Well, we I gave – she gave me her number. She put it in my phone. I didn't give her my number for some reason or another. So um, a few days go by. Last night I called her. Unfortunately, she didn't answer. But I left a voicemail. And – I uh, I haven't heard back from her, and I don't know. Like I'm kind of nervous because I was really like excited about like getting to know her a little bit better, maybe spending some time with her. But like I don't know what to do in this situation because this has never happened to me before, so I don't know. Oh my God, Avi, what do you think? Um, just I mean, just about kind of getting feeling kind of stood up a little bit or something. Yeah, a little bit, and like I don't want to be a creep and like keep calling like. Because we only met once, yeah. so it's not like, you know. Well, it's wise of you. I mean, it's I, I'd say just be patient a little bit. You never know. Sometimes sometimes women just go through moods and stuff to kind of like wait, maybe drop drop a friendly line once in a while. If you want, I mean, you, you could be forward if if you go for a different route, like a joking fun, like send her like a fun song, like a music, like a YouTube video of a nice song that you like or something nice okay. like that. Maybe. Oh, but maybe not. So maybe yeah. just kind of hold on. Yeah, don't do. I say like, don't do anything. You already left a message. Yeah, keep nobody it cool, really calls anymore. Keep it cool. Oh my god. Yeah, nobody really calls anymore. So I think it's awesome that you call because it makes me think like you have a big private or whatever, which is exciting. Yeah. Or I don't know. So, like, I, I mean, like, I like calling better because like you get more of a connection with the person. You're like, Ooh, damn, Chad. Jesus. <laughs> god, Dad, how tall are you? So smooth. Six one. You are six Ooh. one. Okay, you're six one. Uh, you are God. You have a great sounding voice. You're six one. You call. You know about Sex in the City. I can't. You're too good. You're too good for this idiot. That's what I think. The best one so far. Most most attractive person. Um, I mean, I've been told so, but yeah. Oh my God! Here's what you do. You call. What you when you called her yesterday? Yeah, last night around like eight. She's probably too shy to return your phone call. She'll probably reply via text, like, you know, tomorrow or something or who knows. And then, like, just don't do anything. If you don't hear from her, like, in a week and you are still and you still can't think about her because you're really excited, then do the Avi, uh, you know, Spotify text of a song or YouTube clip or something, like, cool but casual. Cool but casual. You, just, you don't care cool what you do. You're just cash. Cool cash. You know, that's, that's how you go. Wow. Just, like, to give, it a, give it a week because – you know, you've got other things to do. You're six one, and you've got a great sounding voice, and there are women all over the place ready for you. Okay. Great. Also. Um, oh no! I actually hung up on Chad. Oh. God, that's Chad, awful. Call back. I know I'm a monster, Chad. Please call back. Oh wait, by the way, what do you? Who are you listening to? I don't know if I'm allowed to like ask you about any other musician, but you, if that if it gets on your nerves, but like, do you like? No, of course not. Do you like like? Who? Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, that was wild. That guy was smooth. I just that guy was really like a like a hot smoothie, from what I could tell. I kind of want to have sex with that dude. You, do you have his phone number now? You can trace it back. I 
I do, but he's like, I don't know. It feels weird. I, oh, hold it. Here he is. Here he is. Chad. Here's Chad. Call him, call him. Chad, what was your question? Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no problem. I was going to say, like, I I didn't know you acted. I've seen you in, like, a couple of, like, random commercials lately. I didn't know you. No, I didn't know that either. Um, I I do. I do. We don't talk about that here. I also I also have a musical side I have a musical side project called karaoke where I only sing songs that already exist uh in my own way. But okay, so who are you listening to? Besides you. Bobby. Oh me? Or Nick. Oh yeah. I mean oh, sorry, I yeah. said Nick Chad. Oh, um uh I'm listening lately uh a lot of things. Um on my on my on my Spotify starred, I've been listening to some Van Dyke Parks. Weird this weird EP I found by Van Dyke Parks that's really good. And I've been listening to this this German guy named Heiner Goebbels. And um he's really good. I don't know. I lot a lot of things. Harlem Shake. That that's a really good song. Um there's so many different things. I could tell you a lot a lot of other ones. I might some of them are a little embarrassing. Beautiful Stranger by Madonna, the one that was done for the Austin Powers soundtrack. It's really good. You know that one? Uh yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of all over the place. Um, do you um, like the show Girls? Do you like Christopher Owens? Do you like Kurt Vile? Do you like Father John Misty? Uh I mean these are just uh, like random people. Like I mean you don't like have to say if you do your you don't have to talk about I, that if you don't like I it. I respect a lot of it. I definitely, like, appreciate what a lot of those people are doing. I've seen a couple episodes of Girls, and it was really, it was a really good show. Um, I only watch or observe those kinds of things, though, like those things that are very, like, cool and, like, in the moment. I only watch, like, enjoy them with certain people, and I observe it very, I try to observe it very objectively in a way, which doesn't make any sense, kind of, but I'm curious about it. Um... Actually, a guy who, on the on the note of girls and all that stuff, the band, uh, guy who plays bass, and I just recorded, we just recorded our album with, um, as, a, as a trio band collaborators, um, is actually played guitar on like their stuff and like used to tour off and on with them. Um, Wait, Matt? That's so that's, Matt? No, this guy named John Anderson, um, who's like a really amazing musician just by himself. He happens to have played with played with girls as well. It's actually, I mean, kind of how we met because he came to a show of mine, but I had seen a video of him playing guitar and he's really your guitar player. Now he plays bass in our group and sometimes we both record guitar. So I have a little bit of insight into that. I, I've actually, I like that their songs a lot or did, but I'm also, I'm, if I were to make an aesthetic of my own, I wouldn't want to copy it either, you know. So stuff like that that's really current. Father John Misty is that guy's, you know, he's really funny. He's he's like makes really good. He's a really great musician. Um, and that and it's cool to have to be like label mates with somebody like that, and you feel like this weird sense of like cheesy warmth or something, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I listen to other stuff though. I'm more like I'm not honestly like things that I try to I try to stay in a weird way away from what from what's cool, as lame as that sounds. I try to, like, consciously listen to other, to, like, opposite things sometimes. No, I love that. Then, um, like, what would you, since, like, you know, 
super young people listen to this and whatever. I know a lot of like high school kids that I'm that I know are tuning in and they love you. What advice would you give to like kids starting a band? Hopefully they they're like good mm. at what they do and they actually write songs. But like, what advice would you give like a bunch of like thirteen year old kids or like a little version of you? I think I mean one of the best things to do is learn other people's music, and um, and one thing I've always really liked doing. One thing that's taken me farther, and I feel like I've found a lot of individualism through it, is is finding where music comes from and like tracing tracing something. Like you know, when you hear something that a band today is doing, um, see if they have side projects and find out if they what their influences are and what the people that they're influenced that influenced them were influenced by, and you can have some really interesting connections. I mean, you can find out, you can get into somebody like Mike Watt. And you can find out about John Coltrane, you know, and how, and then what was before that. And, I mean, there, there's, like, a lot of, I kind of, I tend to, to try to trace things and find find connections and find out what the people I love love and and check it out and just see where it takes you. And other than that, just learn other people's music and just play with with people and try to play with old people, too. Um, when I was really young, I I was mentored by actually a really amazing, also really crazy old, old like, 50-year-old guy. And he, like, taught me a lot about music and life, and that was really valuable. So, and just go to shows all the time. I've just been trying to go to shows and just play a lot, just play every day and all those good things. That's what I'd say to all the the youngins that are playing music. That is so, that is so awesome. When are you playing again? When are you touring? Um, we have two tours booked now. They're kind of short. One of them is is because I'm finishing an album, so I have, I don't like I'm not like just pouring myself into the touring world quite yet, but building up. And there's one that's May 8th at the Echo in LA. We're opening a, a series of dates in May, opening for this group called Akron Family. Um, and then in July, I'm really excited for a tour we're doing also up the Northwest with a group called Portugal the Man. Honestly, neither of these bands do I have I really listened to at length. I just <laughs> at all, actually. But I mean I've listened to like each of their things a little bit. I like Portugal the Man a little bit more. But I've I've really just I just you know, they seem like good they seem like good bands. They seem like they're probably nice people and it's fun to open fun to support groups and haven't done anything in a long time. So that's really fun. But that's that we're gonna so play like in LA also at Wiltern Theater and things like that. At the Wiltern Okay, so um Wiltern in July. Okay. So and who's in your band? So like no so do you have like a bunch of rotating people or do you have like constant people? Because if you have rotating members um, I will totally learn how to play guitar or something. You're <laughs> what? Oh, oh Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, but, I mean if you get good um there's it's it, it's a mix. It's been the band has shape shifted constantly honestly since I first started it when I was super young my first show ever it was like a I think of like a weird five six piece or something a few people then it was a five piece for a while it was a four piece for a while then it was a three piece then it was back to a four piece now it's back to a three piece but I'm adding another like we're gonna add another person me and the drummer have uh Sheridan we've played together since since we were in middle school which is cool so when we were 13, we were just honestly like as corny as it is playing, the, trying to learn Led Zeppelin songs together and shit like that. But that's the only person who's honestly 
the entire time with some other team members. I like um, and when it comes to recording, I'm really open. I think it's nice to record with tons of people. Ultimately, it's it was a project I started just by writing songs myself. So it was kind of a thing where I would just start calling people and be like, "You have a good voice for this. You do something good. This would work on this." And it kind of depends. I mean, there's lots of lots of stuff. But right now, I think the the first tour with Akron is going to be a three piece, and then I want to. I'm trying to get this keyboard player guy ready. If I talk to him, get him all for the July because a lot of the recordings have piano on them and keyboards. That'd so be who's the keyboard? Um, the keyboard guy is hopefully, and I haven't asked him officially yet, but um, this guy named Anthony who I who I really really love. Um, and he's like he's a crazy musician. Uh, he's actually a, a drummer, but he plays everything, and he's he's just like literally like the most one of the most amazing like awesome like genius musicians I've ever known, and it's like always like really amazing being with him. And I feel like it'd be great to have him do keys because he's a piano player, but he also is really good with synthesis, and that's really important to me as of as of this past couple of years. And who's producing your album? And then I'll look at other calls and I'll stop asking you random questions about this. But um, who's producing it? It's pretty much, I would say that the who's producing it is pretty much me and also John and Sheridan um, because naturally we slaved over a really long time to get all the live tracks ready as a as a three-piece and we went and recorded a, a lot on a lot on tape and now we're bouncing down digital and we're going to do more digital stuff on it and then bounce it back into tape. Um, but they, you know, they really, like, those two are really the the other really key like generators of energy and producing a record. But mainly it's mainly at this point it's I'd say it's like a self produced record, like pretty much producing it. Producer is kind of it's I don't think it really exists a lot these days. Um because people because recording is so easy uh to do at home and you can move around where you record and you can do a bunch of things. So it's really like a lot of a lot of different people helping out. Um I mean you can you could say that the engineer who put all the microphones in front of all the amps and drums. Um, it's just a guy named Jay Polici, uh, is also, you know, also has a key hand in it. And so to just like friends that I talk to and ask questions about what music is supposed to be about, like everybody kind of feel like, you know, contributes. But what were you going to say? You're going on something? Um, we were going to take another phone call because now we've gotten all this information about music that I wanted to hear about. And I'm sure a million other people want to hear about, but now we're going to three, two, three area code. So, who is the 323 number? Hello? Hi, is that me? Yes, it's you. Hello? Say hi to Avi. Hi. I think, I, I think I was on earlier. I think Chad I think Chad totally stole my phone call, which is okay. He had a good question. And, but I'm, totally I'm Dan from Highland Park. I was on Dan, earlier. You're Dan from Highland Park? Okay, and how old are you? I am. What's your problem? I am 36. I actually had a question for Avi. I was just curious because uh, when I was... He's still, he's still a very young man compared to me. And uh, when I was, you know, young, and I think most people uh, 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 growing up, maybe maybe the male experience is a little bit different, but generally the same for both genders. You know, you, you're really awkward as a teenager, and it's really hard to meet people. And later, as you become older, and you become a little bit more successful, a little bit more sure of yourself, and meeting mm-hmm. people easier. But I wonder, as someone who's a musician, who's, who's had, you know, some some brushes with fame and some talent and, and, and in some way has grown up in the public eye, what it's like, uh, what, what the transition has been like to become more mature and, and to meet people in the dating capacity. Mm. I mean, uh, with you mean coinciding with 
with with fame and 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 success and all that kind yeah. of thing. I think that um, yeah. it's it's honestly you can. I feel like it's a thing that you can you can use it or not use it. It's better to better just use yourself, but um, like your personal personal self. There have been moments when when I've um pursued people and literally not wanted them to to know, you know about any kind of success like that because honestly there was a level of it when when it happened the first time that I was very really surprised like completely and not expecting it and I just recorded with somebody and it happened so I didn't really wasn't conscious about it but then as another thing as I grew, grew older past couple of years since then is is just kind of finding that balance between being conscious of it and not when it comes to being creative at least um but meeting people I feel like Music has always been, it's something that's really easy to communicate, you know, to people with. So it's tempting not to, not to use music to communicate with, with somebody that you're interested in. But, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're using, uh, fame or anything like that or success that you've had. It's more like your personal, like, like, do you want to share, like, what you love with somebody? And are they in, will they will they like you know help you find more of that and inspire you and learn from that learn from them you know so you don't feel like there's anything too special you know about about yourself and that there's somebody there's always somebody to learn from and everything I don't know what I'm saying yeah really. but, 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 I, I, okay. I think I gotta get you I think but I think I think what's interesting is that um uh, these these things are not opposites right I mean like you are this person. It is a part of you, and also, you know, once the cat's out of the bag, if a person still likes you for you, but but mm-hmm. it's not like a secret. Um, I, I I think my my what I guess I was trying to get at is I wonder if if a certain kind of maturity comes earlier for you in your scenario than for most of us. I have no idea. I really can answer that. I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't I think, think so. Also, like, I, I think also. I mean, like, I'm just gonna chime in because I, when I notice, because I have a bunch of friends and bands and whatever, and and I write and I do my own thing, but like, I feel like. That's why kind of don't you hang out with like like-minded people who are doing the same thing and are on the same level mm-hmm. as you, and that's there's like a comfort in that. Where it's like if you're if you're doing what you're doing and you're going on tour and you've reached this level of success, then chances are, I mean, I don't know how many friends you have that are in the same boat as you, but like, do you find that most people you surround yourself with are kind of like experiencing the same thing you're experiencing, or is it completely mm-hmm. like a different? Or no? Honestly, not many. I mean, well, no, there are, well, it depends. I know a lot of people, a lot of people I stay in touch with or I've made friends with, it doesn't, I mean, I don't, I can equate any success to any other success. Um, I mean, I have a, one of my best friends just works at like a a corporate company in Orange County that specializes in, in credit card security. Um and that's like really interesting and takes a lot of brain power for her and she like totally and like helps me like we talk about music and sometimes make music together um you know so i don't know i mean i generally surround myself with people that make music and are interested in creative things like so that's that's always really good i think that's really necessary for somebody trying to do that and it, it is and really that- extra nice when when you know somebody who who makes a living at it, you know, or is a professional or is pursuing that and is, you know, and is good at it so you can look up to them and, you know, trust in what they've done and take, learn from it 
you know, like the people I live with aren't musicians, but they're artists. And, uh, like one of them is, she's an illustrator and a painter. She works now in like film design, set design. So that's really creative and intense. And she has influence on, you know, movies in a, in a very interesting way with choosing props for them. And, and then my other roommate who I share a room with is, um, is into styling and things like that and also photography. So it's, I, and dance. She's believe, also a dancer. I can't She's a really you good dancer. Room, you share a room with you. This is crazy to me. Are you an only child or no? No, I have an older sister. She lives in Berkeley and she's into, um, actually musical, well, she's in musical theater and theater. So she's, she's in the arts too. Oh my God! I'm an but, only child, so I've never had I've, I've never had a roommate. Oh, you I've seem like one. Lived, yeah, I know. How dare you? I can't believe you. Eric, nine zero eight. Nine zero eight. Hello. Hello. Say hi to Avi. What's your Hello. name? Hello. Hello. Um, my name is uh, Claire. I'm twenty. I'm from New Jersey, and I'm really nervous. Um, to ask us, I don't know, to tell you. Don't my... be nervous. You're you're totally safe. Okay. Stay yeah, on Crazy Radio. Um, okay. <sighs> okay. So I have this thing with a boy, and um, okay. So I'll start from the beginning. I'll try to go through it quickly. Um, so I'm a sophomore in college, and I became friends with this person. And he has a band, and last, last December 2011, they played um, at my school, and I, like, instantly fell in love with him because he's so talented. Um, but he was, like, he was, like, a year younger than me, so he was, like, a senior in high school. I don't know. But um, the next time I saw him was over my winter break, and I went to visit my friend who, like, they're, like, neighbors, so I, like, hung out with him as well and, like, like, I, like, fell in love, and it was just, like, really weird, and, um, I, like, I didn't really know what to do, um, because <laughs> I, like, fell in love with him, for, like, just for him being himself, and, and then I would see him off and on, just, like, whenever they would play here, if I would visit my friend at his house, um, for, like, the next, I don't know, this was, like, last January to, like, the whole year, basically, um, and then he started dating this girl, and I wasn't, like, that heartbroken over it because, like, I, I, didn't, I don't know him that well. I just, like, have all these feelings for him just because he's uh, amazing. Um, and in October, they were here for, like, the like, Halloween weekend because they played a show, and I was, like, I was, like, happy because they're here and just, like, being around him and just talking to him, like, would make me, like, really happy, but, um, I really just, like, want to meet a boy so I could, like, stop, I don't know, just, you know, why, any reason why anyone wants to meet a boy, um, but at the same time, or, like, Halloween the year before was, like, a really, like, I met someone who, like, I don't know, I, I had a really weird, like, history with him, and then, um, like, the night they played, like, we went to a party, and I was, like, really happy he was there, but then I was really upset because I was thinking about the other guy from the year before, and I drank a lot, and I ended up, like, telling him that I, like, love him and that, like, he's perfect, 
and I like cried and it was really weird and I was like and he's still being a girl at the time so I was like you have a girlfriend blah 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 and he was just saying all these like really like nice things that he shouldn't have said he was like oh yeah well I'm not really dating her and you're like my favorite person and then um it was I don't know it was really weird and then like I left because my friends like took me away um, and it was, like, a really bad night. And then it was, like, the the night before the hurricane, too. So it was, like, perfect. <laughs> I, like, ended up not well, having to school. Well, wait, sorry, the phone's cutting out a little bit. My question is, I'm filming to cut you off because I don't want you to feel like, you know, if you want you to. But what, what, what's the question? Um, okay, um, so now... Um, so now, uh, like, he's not dating the girl anymore, and I see him, like, on and off. And actually, like, after um, the Halloween, like, a month later, I uh, asked him to go to um, a concert. I, I asked him to go see Connor Overs with me at Carnegie Hall, which is, like, he's, like, my favorite. So it was, like, really, it was, like, a really, like, important thing. And I just, like, it was, like, kind of, like, it was just me and him. Um, I didn't really know how to act, and then, like, but now he's, like, not dating the girl anymore, and I see him off and on, and I'm, like, like so in love with him, and I just, like, don't know what to do, and, uh, like, what What's your should question? I do? Um, what should uh, you do? Like, what, like, like, in a nutshell, like, you're just at, like, he's not with the girl anymore, you still love him, you revealed yourself, and now you guys are both in the same city, and you care about him, and he's single? Yeah, well, we're not in the city. Like, he, he lives in Brooklyn, and I'm in New Jersey. Okay, Avi, what do you think? I mean, I, I'm still kind of, con- honestly, a little bit confused. Are you just wondering whether or not you should pursue it? Yeah, like, I always, I mean, I was, like, thinking, like, I, if I do something really drastic, it could either be good or bad, and if it's bad then, like, he might not want to, like, talk to me anymore. But if I continue just, like, like not doing anything and being his friend, then I, like, will always, like, have him. But, like, I, uh, it, like, starts yeah. because... Well, why not Why not try to do something a little bit not quite drastic? If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, that makes sense. I just, like, don't know how and, I don't know. Like, what are you suggesting, Avi? Uh, I mean, just just communicating more, just talking more yeah. to this guy, and like trying to like maybe flirt a little bit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I have I no really idea. Like but hold on, hold on one second, hold on. He's in New York, and you're in New Jersey. It's yeah. Not that far. So you're in. Wait, what's happening? Where, where, where's who? Where? Who's where? He's in Brooklyn, what? and she's in Jersey. Wait, he's right? in Brooklyn. She's you're you're in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so like here's the deal. So I don't know what's great. This is not all so complicated. Again, it comes back back to like I'm still reeling from the fact that Avi just said I'm I'm clearly an only child. I feel like we're having our first fight. But anyway, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, is that are we fighting? No, we're not fighting. Are we? Okay. I don't know. I was like I was like oh my god, what does that mean? I can't believe it. I mean, I do have like. No, it's it's just a Uh-oh. unique like it's totally not a bad or good thing. Anything. Fine. Um, well, as far as, like, you with this guy, there's nothing, I mean, everything's fine. Everything's exactly as it needs to be. You know, like, you just, yeah, talk on the phone, communicate, 
be honest. Let them know you like them. Be nice. Be flirty. Text. Talk on the phone. See when you guys can see each other. Let him kind of like, you know, take the lead a little bit too because that's romantic. And, and like, I think you're just like spiraling. I mean, but, but really everything is like, it just comes down to communication. I feel like everybody's just so like, nobody says anything. Nobody's, nobody's saying how they really feel about the other person. You just, everybody just like starts like spiraling, you know? So mm-hmm. there's actually no real problem except for the fact, why didn't you just, you can get off the phone with me tonight and with us tonight and just like text text them and be like, what are you doing right now? Like one of those texts or something. And then get a little text conversation going on. And uh, and he likes you. He already likes you. Everything's fine. I don't know if he likes me. I can't All tell. Right. So why don't you just like start a text conversation with him and then, uh, and then, Try to organize the thing. Go. When are you going to be in? When are you going to be in New Jersey, or, or make a plan when you're going to be in Brooklyn next? It's like not. They're not that far away from each other, you know. Mhm. Just get in the subway. So there you go. Does that help at all? Yeah, I feel like I need to be more assertive, but at the same time, I'm just like scared that I will receive it. Just don't be nervous. What'd you say? I just said don't be nervous about it. Just you know. Um, I think you just all sorts to of people are attracted to each other, and they, well, they usually they don't have a problem with it. I think usually it's kind of cute, even if um in general if somebody just says, "Oh, you know, I, that I like you" to somebody else in some way, they won't necessarily, you know, if you're careful, they won't. No reason for them to freak out about anything like that, you know. And if yeah, he does, then that's is, his problem. Yeah, totally. Like, that's the thing. Like, he, like just make it so he has – I know this is easier said than done, but, like, yeah, you can like him, and if he doesn't like you, it doesn't have to have all this power over you. It doesn't have to be, the, like, his decision to, like, like you back. It doesn't mean that, like, you have to kill yourself or fucking, like, you know, feel like nothing. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Put yourself out there. Be brave. Just be nice to him. And if it's not reciprocated, then – then it's fine, and it just wasn't meant to be, and, and that's totally fine. But, like, it sounds like you guys both like each other, and if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. But, like, just, I don't know. Just don't be so hard on yourself and freak out. Just take a breath and just know, like, everything's fine. Okay, yeah, that helps. I just, it's, like, always, like, every time I see him, it's, like, I don't know what to feel, but um, I, like, I totally understand. I feel better. <laughs> Okay, oh, I'm glad we felt a little better. Um, all right, so we did go over like a half hour longer than we're supposed to go. Are you? Should we wrap up the show? Or are you like freaking out? This is crazy. Oh me? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm having fun. I'm just, I don't know. If you need to wrap up the show, I'm just walking around on in Hollywood right now, just having you, fun. You are. Fun. Yeah, it's great. You're, where, where are I'm, you like, walking around? I'm like just soaking up. I'm on a. I'm on Sunset and Laurel, right in front of the Laugh Factory. They're advertising Roseanne's comedy show. Are you serious? So if anybody's driving down Sunset and Laurel right now and you see a, a right now, an adorable who's on, who's listening? young Yeah. <laughs> if you see an adorable young man on the cell phone walking down the street, that's uh that's uh-huh. funny. Me. Um <laughs> wait, and also do you feel like is everybody on drugs? Because I feel like maybe not all of my not all of my friends, but all of my musician friends, I feel like everybody's either on pills, on anti-anxiety medication, uh, like... I did mushrooms, like, two days ago. But how often do you do mushrooms? 
the past week, like just twice, but the second time, the first time was really just like a tiny little bit. Um, and, and two days ago, it just was like, you know, a third of a dose, and that was more affecting. It was really great. It's really nice. I learned a lot about myself, and I, like, sat on my bed, and I just let the tears just stream down my face. Did you? It was really emotional. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, did you do them alone, or who did you do them with? I did them with uh, with my roommate and a friend of hers and this weird old photographer guy who I guess his name apparently on Facebook is Jack Shit, but spelled S-H, or S-C-H-I-T-T is his last name, but it's fake, I think. I hope it's fake. Yeah, I think it is. I, I know he's from, like, Russia, and his real name is, like, Vilarova or something like that. Um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, Jeremiah, he said, yeah. uh, tell, Jeremiah said, tell him I say hi, ask if he believes in aliens or love with aliens. That's what he said. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and also, <laughs> also with like vampires, like, like, meta, like, not like literal ones, but ones that people don't talk about. And like, also just like demonic forces and stuff and aliens in general. Yeah, of course. It's real. It's all real. It's all, they're all, they're here with us. Have you ever seen, seen a shaman? shaman? Yeah. Uh, in what, in what sense? Like, have you ever gone to a shaman who like speaks in tongues to like do energy work on you? Cause that's like something I'm totally um, interested Not like speaking in tongues. I mean, I've, I've known people that were shamanistic in different ways. I've never gone to like a, uh, you know, a Don Juan character <laughs> or anything. Um, if you... Does this mean I have, have to you? mushrooms? Should I? You? Uh, yes, I've gone to a shaman. I'm going to go to a shaman the second time. I don't know. This is something That's I cool. do occasionally. Uh, it's kind Where? of nice. It's like a beautiful. Uh, I go to this woman, and she calls herself it's an Hollywood woman. It's in Los Angeles, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just like this random thing that I end up doing that was like this completely like. Uh, I don't know, overwhelming uh, experience that was like, I don't know, out of the blue, she just like came into my life and I was like, I'm going to do this. And it was like super cathartic. But uh, okay, cool. so I don't really, I've never done mushrooms. Could I do mushrooms? Do you think it's like a life-altering experience where it's like you should do them? I think it's a lot safer than, um, than a lot of other drugs. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you just have to, like anything, you should you should go into it for the right reasons, and that's really vague, actually. Um, but but you should you should really just just do what you feel. Have you done have you done any other psychedelic drugs before? Of any kind? I mean, have you done ecstasy? Like, have you done acid? Have you done anything like that? Yeah, when I, when I was in my teens, I did acid and ecstasy and speed and cocaine and random things. Oof, but now yeah, it's like, see, I mean that that stuff I feel like is very dangerous, and I yeah, think mushrooms aren't. Yeah, let me just let I mean, me, like I don't know. Say, let me just say though that like I would never do those things now because I just feel like I'm a completely different person. I just, I don't even smoke yeah. pot. I drink alcohol. I drink alcohol occasionally. I'll let people like blow pot smoke in my mouth and whatever or my face like so I can get a contact high. Yeah, yeah. Like, but shotgunning happens. Shotgunning. But, like, but yeah. But uh, anyway, oh yeah, and then we have another question from some other dude. Uh, okay, he's my, your friend, some guy that you know text to me and he said absolutely do mushrooms here's what he said he said tell avi strong and a-y-n josh loves strong Ayn. josh oh it's josh yeah strong Ayn. i made that up strong Ayn. Strong Ayn is, guy to you? 
Uh, Josh and me, we were going to make a movie a long time ago. I was, um, I wanted to make this, like, uh, and I don't know, uh, I have to figure out how to do it, but I got distracted by making my record, which is, like, a two-year process, but, but I wanted to make a, like, a, kind of, like, an art porn, sort of, um, and he was going to be the guy to, like, help me film it. Yeah, you're on board, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) That was, that was the idea, and I was going to, like, score it, and also, like, do like it was going to be really like visually amazing and like have a lot of really like experimental uh like like shooting type of stuff like and and lighting and things like that and it was going to be really like intense and transcendental and also like reflect on a lot of of um of like motifs from my life and like sexuality and like my family and like intense stuff and he was he was the first guy I talked to about um who, you know, like, knew how to use a camera, and we discussed it. And it was going to be between me, him, and also uh, this this friend of mine named Edie McConnell, who's now she's at UCLA for photography, um, but she's a really old friend of mine. Um, and she also used to be the only person I trusted to take pictures of me and things like that. So that was going to be this crazy thing. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but it's really interesting. It's, I think it was just kind of a cool, like a good idea. And I was going to like be like star in it, you know, of course. And uh-huh. like be in like all sorts of scenes with like men and women. And like, it was going to be really intense. And, like I was, there's going to be like crazy masks, like people wearing like giant goat, goats, ma- goat masks. And like, like probably me, like licking like menstrual blood off of like this, like really hot girl with a goat mask, you know, off you her like, leg and stuff. You like period sex then? So do you, I call that crime scene sex, where you have you, you have sex with a girl Ooh, and you leave the room. That's a terrible scene of crime. Why? That's, I don't know. I feel like it's not really. I mean, it's sure it's red, but it's like it's not like you know. It's just like a it's just like a little bit of like a of a uterus, like you know, just like kind of fading away, and the rest is just like regular vaginal fluid. It's not like it's not too big a deal, and actually a lot of women can be like more turned on during their period, and that's, I think it's something to take advantage of. No, no, if you're, I, don't like, safe. Having, I, don't, I don't mind having sex on my period, but I just refer to it, like, somebody said that to me a long time ago, so I refer to it as crime scene sex, because you leave the room it's really funny. bloody. But, but uh, I feel like, oh my god, are we fighting? I hate this. I, I hate that we we're not our fighting. First I don't, I, I hope you don't think we're fighting. I don't think we're fighting. Okay, but we, we don't If we are, let me know. Um, wait, what are the, how can you tell somebody's an only child? What are the traits? Okay. Um, I just think it's okay. it's you're really like driven and like self motivated and you're curious. I mean, I don't know, it's interesting. It's not necessarily be- you know, it's not better or worse. Um, I just know people who have have siblings and I think I think a lot of only children are are really like optimistic actually in a lot of fun ways. I don't know. It's probably it might even oh be the God. best way for people to exist oh, today because it's the world's <laughs> overpopulated, honestly. People shouldn't have so many kids. Sure it is. As long as we come, okay, good. Now I feel better about everything. Area code seven two zero. You're on for the last few minutes of uh, Boy Crazy Radio with Avi Buffalo. I'm just gonna say your band name, Avi Zayner. I What's going I mean, on? Seven two zero. Nice. Yeah. What? Hello. Hello. Seven two zero. What's your name? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And what is your problem? My name is Omar, and I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Hey, Omar. Love Denver. Yeah. How are I don't you? Know how Problem. I just kind of feel sad. Like I've been going through a lot. Maybe. I can't. Under, I can't understand you. I don't know if Bobby can, but I can't. Yeah, speak a little bit louder. If 
you could. Uh, can you hear me now? Is that better? Yeah, it's better. Uh, okay, I had to adjust the phone. But I just kind of been going through a lot lately and just needed somebody to talk to. Yeah, what's, what's been happening? Advice. I don't know, like, I've been losing a lot lately and kind of just don't know what to do anymore. Anything like, um, specific? Recent, yeah, recently I just lost, like, my best friend's cancer. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. I was had like I was financing a car, got hit at a stop sign, lost this car, um, just got fired mm-hmm. from my job, and just I kind of don't know what to do right now. Well, is there any advice I can just like get to get back on my feet? Like I've been kind of saying, like I'm a strong person, it just it's a lot mm-hmm. at once. I think yeah, I mean I think that's that's what it is. It is it is quite it's a huge amount at once, and I think you need to. I mean, you know, remember what prioritize kind of a a few things and and remember that they're not connected. Those three things have nothing to do with each other. And when people can say like things happen in threes, whatever, whatever, you know. Um, But I think, you know, really sorry about your friend. That's like a really heavy thing. And it's a total bummer when something else on top of that happens. But just make sure that you're not getting so so sad that you're connecting those things to each other or, or feeling any like, you know, upsetting guilts about, you know, because they, they're very, they're very external of you, you know, like. And what, what was the, what was the third thing that you said, your friend, I'm so sorry, and your, your friend. Okay, and my her, friend, and in a, like, my car, then I just lost my job, too, I just got fired. You know what? And I actually just broke up with, well, my girlfriend and I broke up, we were together for, like, three no. years, and just everything just happened in once. Let me tell you, I don't mean to cut Avi off, but I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm no, you go for it. Um, I mean, I'm going to say a few things. And, and for me, I've noticed that, I, that, like, right now, I don't know what's going on, uh, but I feel like it's a big time of transition for uh, everybody I'm, I'm, I'm either hearing about or I'm in contact with and like, or, or, or my, all my friends and family and people that I know. Everybody's going through some kind of huge life change, whether they're moving or they're getting out of a serious relationship or a death in the family or just or break, a breakup, like, it's interesting. And it's, I've been reading articles about it. There's some kind of shift going on right now, and I believe this to be true. And something that I think is really important for you to keep in mind right now that is, uh, is think about think about all the – God, you have to try to figure out how to be positive and hopeful – through all of this kind of like chaotic, sad stuff that you're experiencing. And like with the breakup, I'll start with something more simple that's even though it's still like, you know, sad and not, not ideal. But think about like now now you're you've freed yourself up to meet somebody who is more right for you. You know what I mean? Like you're young and you have your whole life ahead of you. And, you know, you never know what's right around the corner. And that's, like, a scary thing about life, but that's also one of the most exciting things about life is, like, you never know what's right around the corner. Something, like, you can meet mm-hmm. the, the next love of your life. Or or also, if when you're single, being single is actually a really exciting, great thing. You know, you just have to keep busy and, like, hang out with your friends, hang out with your family, write a list of all the things that you want to get accomplished and all the things you want to accomplish in your life or in the next 10 years and places you want to travel and you don't have a job right now. Okay, you lost your job. That sucks on paper. I guess that can be that can be shitty. This is, you know, you need to figure out how to hustle and make money. But you should also tear out another piece of paper, write a list on that piece of paper, and say, you know, what could, what is your goal? Like, what's your dream job? 
if you could make money doing anything and actually enjoy that thing, what would that be? And in the and like, you know, I, what what would your dream job be? I'm asking. Uh, something involved with art because like I, I really like art. I do graffiti art, so something that would be with art. Another thing is okay, like I don't so- have much friends. Like I, I do have friends, but they're all getting married and have kids and like starting their own life. So I'm like the only one of my friends that are is single, except for my friend okay. that passed away. Like me and him were really uh-huh. best friends and. You know, we'd always talk to each other and turn to each other, and now I feel like I have nobody to really talk to. Okay, so listen. Just keep the spirit of your friend that you love, that you were really close to. Keep the spirit of your friend. And I hope this doesn't sound cheesy or ridiculous, or maybe I'm just, you know, judging myself or something. But, like, keep the spirit of your friend in your pocket, close to your heart. I hope this doesn't sound ridiculous. But, and, like, and try to live the best life you can possibly live, like, like for the both of you in a weird way where you like, you know, like and and like okay. Do your art. Do that to kind of get yourself out of your head and to like stay connected to like what at your core makes you feel good. So like you should be like doing your your doing your art every single day whenever you can. And if you can't make money from that right away, then you know, hustle to get another job. I don't know where you can work. I mean, fucking work at Starbucks, save up money, you know, do, do something, be a pizza delivery person, work at some fucking whatever. Like, find a job, start saving your money. Also, do your art. Maybe have a do a show or like, you know, fucking at night, try not to get arrested, but do your fucking graffiti art, art all over the place and like, I don't know. Get excited about life. Like right now, that's what you have to do in order to like fucking not feel sad. You have to like figure out how you can turn all this and go. Fuck it, I'm single. Who's next level of my life? That'll take you really far for you. That's the, that's the only thing I think that'll, I mean, expressing yourself with, with your graffiti art will be what takes you, you know, what what distracts you in a good way, you know, and takes you somewhere else that you'll be happier about. But you, the good thing about it is that you can use everything that you're thinking about and pour that into it. Yeah, and it's like, an, yeah. this is all an excuse for new beginnings. It's like, you know, be 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 thankful that you're you're alive. Like you're alive and you're able to wake up in the morning and like and there's just so much like your whole life is ahead of you. There's so many exciting things to do. So like just keep moving and keep moving forward to like stage. Yeah, just do your art. Keep your eyes open for the next hot babe. Uh, I don't know, you know, like and and then like. I, don't know. I think is I think I just need to meet more friends or friends that are seniors. Totally. I just don't I just don't know how to do that. I just come about that. You know, or meet friends that are, and like have the same on. interest as me. Because a lot of my friends don't have the same interest as me, and I just don't know where I can find friends that are into graffiti or into things that well, I like. Well, you're you're in so you're in Denver, Colorado, right? Yeah. You're in Denver, so like, are there galleries there? Are there any cool like galleries where it's like graffiti artists show their work ever? Um, no, but there is, like, an art event that they have every first Friday of the month, and it's all mm-hmm. down, like, this street called Santa Fe, and there's all the art galleries that are open, and everybody's just walking around, drinking, looking at all the art, different types okay. of art, there's, like, live events, and I usually go I to that, but... I say immerse, immerse yourself in that. Like start start going to as many art shows as you can. Go to the you know, those art walk thing or whatever whatever it is that you just described. Like and like go to that. Meet my people. They're like minded people, and they're they're people that are involved in the things that you want to you know get involved with more. And you should have like 
Yeah, you do graffiti, you do like street art, but at the same time you should have like, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Just bear with me. Like, have some kind of like huge sketch thing where it's like you have examples of your art, so you can just have it on mm-hmm. you. At some point, you can go to one of these galleries and be like, hey, this is what I would like to do. This is what I'm, I I love. Like, give me some. Advice. I also want to get into um, tattooing. I just, I don't know how to. Oh, cool. Get into that. So go to tattoo, go to, like, the coolest, yeah, go to the coolest tattoo shop, like, or go to all of them and just, like, meet everybody and ask questions and, like, again, like, throw throw yourself into this world that interests you because now is the time to do that because you kind of have this clean slate where it's, like, you're alive, be thankful for that, who knows what's ahead of you, like, and all the people you're going to meet, who the next love of your life is, places you're going to travel, maybe you'll move out of Denver, maybe you you know what I mean, maybe you'll move into a different, you know, apartment or a house and, it's just like, it takes an exciting time, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to, like, does that make any sense or help at all? Yeah, kind of. I've been trying to be strong, and I, like I said, I am, but it's kind of just a lot at once. Like, I've never lost anybody well, in my life. and Yeah. It's good that you acknowledge it. It's A lot of people forget that it's a lot at once, and they just, they get swallowed in the chaos, and you're not, you're not in that place. Which is, yeah, and I, which I is kind really of think good. about it like that he's like in a better place, and you know, like he was suffering when he was here. He had cancer; it was mm. really bad. And yeah. I no, try to think about do. that. But you can write a letter. You should write letters to your friend if you're ever thinking about your friend. Just like you know, I've done that before to people I, I love that's passed away. You just write letters to mm. them, and you can still communicate to them and think about them, and like, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, oh, write a list of all the things you're, I mean, I'm just really big into list making, especially on tonight's podcast, I suppose. But uh, I'd say a nice thing to do is, again, I really think there's a powerful thing uh, in seeing stuff in front of you and like kind of like handwriting stuff because you kind of get it out, uh, you know, you funnel it out through your hand and like the action of writing is special. Write down what you're grateful for and what, what like what is around you that you actually are like thankful for, whether it's like your family or whatever people you're aware of that are interested in or, you know, whatever, like, write down, write a list of things you're grateful for or thankful for. I know like, that it might surprise you and be incentive and exciting to you. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I can try yeah. that and hopefully that, that would help. And you can always and, uh, call back into Boy Crazy Radio. You can call back into Boy Crazy Radio every week and just check in and let us know how you're doing. Yeah, I'll call in next week and... Hopefully I go through and tell you guys. But I'll call in next week and hopefully I go through and tell you guys how I'm doing. Okay, cool. We can be your touchstone. Yeah, I kind of just need, like, somebody just to talk to. And, like, I feel better now talking to you guys and you guys make me feel better. I'm just kind of feeling down right now. Okay, good. Omar, we're glad we could help. We good. Just a little bit. And call us next week and say goodbye to Ozzy. Bye, yeah. Omar. All right, bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Take care, buddy. I don't care about you. Um, oh my goodness, you're so good at this, Avi. You're really good at this. I'm just trying to follow your lead now, but I'm having. It's really special. I'm actually really. I'm really glad that you included me in this. I was. It was really. It's really powerful to experience it and learn these people, and try to try uh, to you know, see how their problems get worked out. I mean, I don't usually do two-hour shows. I try to, because like, you, you can feel like I'm getting a little exhausted. It kind of does, like, you kind of do take on the problem, not the problems, but you kind of take on, like, the energy of the people calling in, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. It kind of takes a lot of energy. Well, Shall yeah. we wrap up?
show, or there are more phone calls because I think like everybody's freaking out that you're on Boy Crazy Radio and they're very excited. Should we yeah. take another call or should we wrap up? What would you like to do? What do you? It's it's really up to you. Oh God. I really I can do this for five hours. No way. Yeah, I can. Okay, what would you do? I have a huge situation. What would you do if you met somebody that you really liked and they still and they're in a weird non-relationship with their girlfriend, but they don't have sex anymore, um, and they like you, but they live with their technically girlfriend, what would you do? Ooh. Uh, it's a tough one. I mean, if they don't have sex anymore, I mean, it might be just worth just trying and seeing if, they, if they'll leave them for you. But, I mean, if you're going to get really heartbroken, it could be really disastrous. And like you really be, you're definitely like you'd be putting yourself in in front of the in front of the blades a little bit too and, because of their their connection what, for so long. What, what if it's a long distance relationship too? Oh, with them or with you and him? What if or, it's like what if what if you had a crush on a girl? She lives in another city with her boyfriend, but the boyfriend and her never had sex anymore. Weird. Um, I mean, I've had a situation similar to that with this, like, 35-year-old Belgian woman, and her, her husband was, like, the, like, a sound guy for this, like, for this, like, Belgian, like, pop electro indie band or something, and I don't think they were really sexually active. They have, like, three kids, but we, like, we hung out, we met at, and at this festival, and, and we watched Snoop Dogg together, and it was really fun, and then, like, before she left, she, like, gave me a kiss on the cheek and then told me that her husband actually, like, wanted, um, like, wanted her to, like, to kiss me and said, like, you should have kissed him and stuff, and I don't know, I mean, there's all sorts of things, sometimes we just talk on, we just talk on Facebook chat, we never actually did anything, but, um, but we're just, we're just friends, you know, she's like a volleyball player, and, and she's a psychologist, and, and it's, it's really interesting, but that's a long distance thing, but it's not serious, I would never consider it to be, to be a serious thing, you know, it just wouldn't oh, work. So what is your what's your idea of like a relationship? Like, have you are you like are you monogamous? Have you ever been in like an actual like monogamous relationship where it's just you and the other person and that's it? Yeah, um, I'm honestly sometimes not the best at it, admittedly. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I wouldn't really ultimately consider myself to be really monogamous, to be honest. But I'm I'm I probably will be at some point. I have been. I go in phases. I mean, what about you? I, that's the weird thing, like, oh, God, I, if I tell some guy that I'm going to be his girlfriend, I'm his girlfriend, like, I'm, that means I'm proud to be with him, I don't want to have sex with anyone mm-hmm. else, I actually think, I yeah. actually think about the guy, it's a great feeling. I, I'll, I'll actually, like, I'll actually think about the guy who's my boyfriend when I touch myself, because that's how much I'm into him, like, I, I don't even think about other people, that's how, how into yeah, it I am, but, that's great. but it's actually, but it's hard to, like, like, I keep running until somebody catches me. Like, I, I, it's hard for me to, like, go, oh, I have a boyfriend now. Like, I haven't had a boyfriend in a long time because that's serious to me when I say somebody's my boyfriend. And I also yeah. have the capacity. To, I, I'm able to love many people at once. So, mm-hmm. like, my relationship. Me too. My relationship. Yeah, and that's a weird thing. Like, I'm kind of, like, in love with Ariel a little bit, you know, like, but he's off doing mm-hmm. his thing. I'm off doing my thing. We're both mad people. Like, but, like, I have, like, an intense love for him that's, you know. Yeah. And then I also have crushes on other people that are, like, in other states that are, like, and I love all of them, and one love has nothing to do with the other love. So I'm also able to do that and romanticize all this stuff. But when I'm someone's girlfriend, 
I want old school kind of vibe. Like, I don't want him cheating on me. I, I want monogamy from him, too. And I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about him thinking some other girl is hot. Like, that's how intense I get, you know? Hmm, interesting. That's yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I go I go between, between both. I don't know. It's it's hard. Relationships are really difficult. It's, it's a really difficult thing for people. I know a lot of people that feel really split between being in love with one person and, you know, and somebody else tickling their fancy somehow or another. It's, I don't know. I think it's really normal. I think I just want really good sex, and I want to laugh. I just want somebody to laugh with me that makes me laugh, and mm-hmm. I make laugh. That like I feel like I can be my 100% my whole my entire I want to I want to accept someone 100% I want them to accept me 100% I want to be laughing like mm-hmm. we're best friends and then I also want to have like a really great sex life like and I think that's possible. Yeah. You think it's it's possible? Is that what you said? I I do think it's possible and I just feel like the secret is you hang out with someone for as long as you want to and even if it's not perfect all the time. You endure it as long as you you endure the hard times as long as like you have incentive to as long as you want to and feel like you know like the good stuff outweighs the bad. But the minute the bad stuff outweighs the good, you're like fuck it, I'm out of here, and you just get out before you end up in a relationship for 11 years that you wanted to get out of two years. You know? Have you ever been in a relationship for 11 years? No, but I'm just just throwing that oh, out. Oh, just an example. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, well, I've been I was in a relationship for five years, but uh, anyway, I don't know. What was your longest relationship? Um, about two years. Were you monogamous? Not not really long. Yeah, but then I went on tour, and then we kind of just fell apart, and it, it sucked. But um, I really, you know, I missed her a lot. We're still friends after a while, but that was a you know it's a two-year relationship. I mean, there's See, other people like knowing. Hmm. So There's a couple more people. Have flown her out. If, if you have paid for a ticket and flown her out, you guys still would have been uh, here. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. But um, there are other people who I've who I've had like off and on romantic relationships with, but they're mainly like, best friends, like who I've known for longer than that. And I feel like at the same time, those relationships mean more. I'm still friends with them, and it's the kind of person that you like. You'll have sex with every once in a while, but really, normally, you're just best friends. It just kind of happens, but because of that, you end up kind of romantically like there's this there's a side to it where you love them deeper than that. I don't oh, know if you God, have anything like just, that. No, I mean I have friends in my life that I've like started off as boyfriend and girlfriend, and now that we're just friends now, and like that relationship is like so deep, and they know every aspect of me, and I can be completely hundred mm-hmm. percent honest with them, as opposed to like when you're in a romantic thing at the beginning with someone, and you have to be like, no, Playing I've never needed it. Yeah, it's like. It's bizarre. I don't know. I don't. But that's the thing is, as we get older and stuff, I think priorities and and like how you, I don't know how you go about a relationship probably changes because you realize what's important and what works, and you get over all like mm-hmm. the weird like, I don't know, like niceties and bullshit. That I don't know. I'm all over the place. Anyway, we have eight more minutes left of the show. What was I going to say? Oh, do you are you think band people, band boys are able to stay monogamous on the road, or is that just subjective? Is that like that's, I can't ask you about all all band um, guys? No, they 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 can certainly. Um, it's not about being monogamous that breaks up relationships, or being polygamous that breaks up relationships on the road. It's it's more just for me. I think it's it's um it's like the distance and it's the difference in lifestyle. Like uh, my last girlfriend, who I'm also really uh, actually, we're we're totally weird. Sometimes we communicate and it's too much. Um, 
but she's really amazing, really inspiring and everything like that. But when I went on the road, it was, we actually, you know, we were really serious. We had actually discussed being in an open relationship, but then we decided not to be, and then we were like closed there before we were on the road. But there was, it was just kind of, I don't know, it, it got, it was the distance. I think it was that, you know, she's in college and doing that thing and also, you know, very much at home. And I was like, you know, sleeping weird hours and flying around and playing or, you know, playing a show every night and very different. Like it's really exhausting. And there's, when you're on the road, I mean, honestly, not to be really corny, but it's, it's really hard to express how, how difficult it is um, to somebody who, who hasn't done that or doesn't understand the pressures that you're dealing with to go perform really well every night and things like that. And I think for me, that's what, that's what kind of makes, makes relationships superior when you're on there because, because nobody is going to just really just straight up understand that, you know, really easily. Oh, well, and so, if, I don't know. Why don't you, you ever date musician girls who are like, you I know, do, like basically do? every time. But okay. most of the people I date are musicians, but it's, um, and every person I've been in a serious relationship with a musician, but they didn't, you know, they don't tour. It's a big difference. When you tour, it's, it's, it's a crazy life. It's this job, and you also get like a weird, awkward ego boost way too often when you're doing it. Because some old guy is gonna come up to you and be like, "Like you play guitar like Jimi Hendrix," and you're gonna be like, "Oh wow, cool," you know. But it's not really like you know, it's not real. And you know, you get disconnected and you eat random. You also have a lot of fun. You also have you have like, I mean, you have a lot of there's there's the awkward moments, but you also have like a lot of fun. And and you feel like um, you know, maybe sometimes the person you're with might get jealous and think that you're they'll think that you're having nothing but fun. And they won't understand the aspect of it that you're really tired and you just want to see them. There's a really intense moment when I came back after like a, a month long tour, it was the longest that I've that I've been out in a really long time. And I came back and saw my girlfriend, and she looked totally different. And we just like it was really intense. It felt like it what felt like mean? I was on drugs just seeing her. She just looked Wait, like a different person. I feel like because I hadn't seen her in so long, and we I've just been in this different world, like completely different, just just in a different world. Um, and I don't know. It was intense. It was really dramatic, too, because, of course, we'd gone through. She, like, you know, she had called me while I was on the road and was kind of, like, pulling my heartstrings and said that she was, like, you know, thinking about other people. And I was, you know, I didn't know what that meant. So I, we had gone through, like, we'd gone through that. And all of a sudden it was, like, kind of better, but... It was really, it was really alien. It just feels alien relationships. I'm not. I think it's, if there's something different, it's not like you're. If, if maybe if we're stationary in two places that are totally far apart, it's okay. Like the person I'm seeing now lives two hours away, but is stationary like I am. So, so you relate. But I think it's like the traveling. I don't know. But I don't know. Sometimes you just you really want. It's really nice to have a girlfriend to call when you're on the road. Someone to come home to. And, you know, when you're tired of your bandmates or of, of what you're doing and you just need somebody to just vent and reflect and you're not even that and just hang out, just see what they're doing. Just, like, find out what's going on in the real world. And it's that's nice, you know. But I know a lot of people that go through that. Like, there's a band called Twin Sister, I think, or something like that. And, like, we, we played, I think we played a couple shows at the time and at one point, I talked to them at a, at a, I think it was FYFS. We were playing on, like, the same stage, and we were talking about 
that, and they had said, like, oh, yeah, like, four of our bandmates just all broke up with their girlfriends, their boyfriends back home, and they were all really depressed, and it was like, fuck, that's super heavy. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's almost, it's like an art form to be a girl who dates a band guy. It's like, because you have to, yeah, a is. lot of times you have to be like, you have to be like completely available to their every whim. It's like, oh, okay, I'll fly to the city, or okay, I don't, because I know it's like, if you have a crazy career, and you have to be home, and you can't leave, it doesn't, it doesn't work, and, and you have to deal with like, your band person's ego, and, and like, because there is Damn. ego involved, it's like, it's a balance mm-hmm. of egos. But, uh, I don't know. I, 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 this is separate from that, but like, also like, I do like monogamy. For me, I also want crazy romance. Like, I also, like, I, like, want, like, crazy intense, like, we're in a bubble and we're so in love and, like, you know, we're floating on a cloud, mm-hmm. like, it's us against the world kind of love. Like, I want that, too, and I still believe in that. Like, I still believe in that like I did when I was, like, 15 years old. Like, so. Totally. And so, like, I want so many, th- like, and I just want somebody who believes in that, too, and then, like, and I also, I don't Do you think know, that's harder when somebody's, when somebody's traveling? Do you think it's more difficult to have that same in the double together feeling? Because of like no, literally not being able to. No, because because it, it depends on what on the language you're speaking over the phone, or if you if you make if you make if you plan trips and you go visit your boyfriend in a hotel room or a day room or whatever. Like for me, I dated a band guy for five years, and like I've only I usually I have this thing where I date. I always end up falling in love with drummers. Like I just love mm-hmm. band guys, and I don't know what it is. My like I think I texted you this thing, but like. I don't know. My mom was like in some weird '80s rock band, and maybe it's because her her boyfriend right, was always precious around. Metal. I feel like precious metal, whatever that means. But uh, but like I just feel very comfortable around band people. And for me, I I can't date like I don't know. I don't want to say a normal person, but like I can't date like an actor or a producer or like a clean cut kind of like normal clean dude. I like like sloppy, weird, <laughs> fucking. I just love band guys, and I feel like they speak the same romantic language I speak and also like I I I'm been, and I'm able to like I don't know, like live in some weird weird whimsical fantasy land where it's like, okay, let's figure this out. Like I I will meet you here and we'll we won't go this amount of time without seeing each other. We'll only go like two weeks or three weeks or whatever without seeing I don't know. I'm all over the place right now but uh That's sweet though. I mean yeah. I guess in a lot of ways those types of people are can be like the best to have those those really exciting you know, create a really exciting world for your love like that because they like to create a world and what they what they make if it's music or something like yeah. that. And like it's similar with how they conduct their love life. Oh, I don't know. Or gosh. how they like to collaborate with people in that same way that they love. Oh my goodness. So we've almost done, we've almost we've almost done like a two and a half hour show. Oh my god. That's amazing. That's really I think mean, I think that's a good thing. I think it's cool. It's really you intense. Do you, you think you'll ever come back to Boy Crazy Radio if if, if you know if Yeah, whenever you I want ask. me. I mean, totally. I'll be regular. Really? I'm learning a lot from it. Yeah. I really like it. It's really fun. Like oh all the god. calls. I this is so great. So you've given some band advice to young kids who might want to start a band. You've uh, we've talked totally. about period sex. Talk about love and bubbles, dating a band guy, monogamy, bisexuality, choices, the world. This is so great. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad you think so. Yay. I I do. I mean, you're so smart. You're such like a like you're, I don't know. Oh, you too. You really are. Um, I'm glad we got past our first few fights. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that we had them. 
I was almost thinking you, me, and, and Ariel should have done the show together, but that would have been, like, really hectic and crazy. Oh, here's another thing. Do you like doing karaoke? Yeah, I love it. It's really important to me, actually. Do you like private room karaoke or, or public karaoke, or, like, in front of people karaoke? What do you prefer? I like both. Last time I did it, it was private room. Um, okay. It's really special. All right. Um, just making sure, because that's for another time. That's not really for uh, for our, our audience tonight. This is just for something I wanted to know. Okay. Mm. So where do people – so you can follow Avi at, on Twitter at Avi Buffalo, A-V-I-B-U-F-F-A-L-O. Where can they go to find out all your tour info? Like what's the best website to get all your info? Um, I think it's on our Facebook page. Um, there's also, yeah, I mean, if you just probably, you know, go on Google and type in Avi Buffalo Tour, uh, and whatever year it is, then you'll probably find, you know, find what's going on or just, you know, just Avi Buffalo Tour. There's, there's a lot of like algorithm sites that collect those types of things and, um, hopefully yeah, they won't be wrong. It's called Google, everybody. God damn, ever heard of it? Anyway, all right. I'm gonna wrap mm-hmm. up the show and I'm gonna I'm gonna play us out with another Avi Buffalo song. Uh is it is it is it overwhelmed or overwhelmed? Did you just misspell the Oh, it's, o- it's overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed. I actually I forgot to change to add, switch that W in there again. No worries. Um, I, I, I I assumed. Um all right, you guys. Follow Avi on Twitter at Avi Buffalo. Thank you for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by BoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can follow me uh, on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. All right. Uh, and if you can't call in during the live show, you can always uh, leave a message on Boy Crazy voicemail at area code 888-666-2045. And, uh, okay, I'm going to play this out with Avi Buffalo's Overwhelms with Pride. And uh, Avi, you're a sweetheart. Let's do private room karaoke. Oh, you too. Okay. Sounds super oh, fun. Thanks so much, Alexi. Seriously. You're welcome. Bye. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Thank you.
than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid porting. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-72-180. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.